Hello, all you beautiful nerds of all things dark and mysterious. My name is Joey Valentine, your host, if you're new here. Today is the start of a new version of the podcast, or season, if you will. That is why I changed the name. We will now be called Night Talk. Today, we will be specifically investigating the case of Elisa Lamb. But before we get into the episode, there is some announcements slash disclaimers and trigger warnings for the episode. First off, be sure to follow all the social media to see when we post new episodes and other content. The link will be in the description. We post new episodes every Monday and Thursday. Monday is uh, is, is true crime and Thursday is like lifestyle slash like any other kind of uh, any other kind of spooky content. So come check it out. And here is the disclaimers and triggers. I don't mean to be disrespectful to anyone I talk about in this episode. This is just an episode I made from doing research on the on the internet and compiling all the info to give you to give you guys. There is one trigger warning for for struggling for struggling with mental health. So if you guys if you can't handle that, I completely understand, and I will see you for another episode next time. A casting call for I'm Always Watching. Do you or someone you know live in Flagstaff and want to audition for a student-made horror short film? Here is a description of each character that I that is being casted. Valentine McKay is a goth trans man. He doesn't have to be trans, but he can be. Um, who is going to college for film. He has this overwhelming fear of being murdered slash kidnapped. You'll see more when if, if I send you the script. And Liv Stratton, the other character, is a pansexual girl that goes from a lighter character to a much darker character than we're we're all expecting. And uh, please DM me. The the, the link to to my socials will be in in the description of the episode. And please DM me if you or someone you know is interested. Now let's get into the episode. Who was Elisa Lam? She was born Lam Ho Yi on April 30th, 1991, to parents David and Yina Lam. Lam's family immigrated to Canada from Hong Kong, where they opened a restaurant in in Burnaby, British Columbia. Childhood. Growing up, Lam always struggled with her bipolar disorder. If you don't know, bipolar disorder is a disorder that causes a shift in unusual mood swings, energy, concentration level, and ability to carry out daily tasks. Uh, her university. Lam was a university student at University Hill Secondary and University of British Columbia. Um, Elisa's social uh, social media presence. She had a huge presence uh, before the case even went down on social media. She always made Tumblr posts, for example, according to the Cecil Hotel documentary on Netflix. These Tumblr posts helped police solve her case. More on that later. Now, the Cecil Hotel. The Cecil Hotel opened on December 20th, 1924 as a budget hotel located in downtown Los Angeles near Skid Row, one of the most dangerous areas in the U.S. Homes a ton of homeless people, from what I've heard. 
in 2011, they changed their name to Stay on Main. Ever since it, it opened, it has, it has been said to have some sort of curse on it. 16 to 18 people have died there. They also have had a few serial, serial killers stay there too, including Richard Ramirez, who I did an episode on, which I'll leave a link in, in the description of the episode. Now, let's get into where the mystery occurs with Elisa and the Cisa Hotel, and this is where their stories collide. Elisa Lamb's visit to the Cecil Hotel. Lamb checked into the hotel on January 26, 2013. She soon after started to show signs that someone was that something, sorry, that something was going on. Early on in her stay, she had to move from a shared room to a private room because of her odd behavior. When she was last seen and reported missing, she was last seen on, uh, in the hotel on January 31st, 2013. Her parents quickly reported her missing because they were in contact with her every day and hadn't heard from her at all that day. After, the police searched the premises for her, but they couldn't find her, unfortunately. Her belongings and, descri and description. Lamb left her wallet, her ID, her clothes, and her laptop in her hotel room. According to Biography.com, a Los Angeles police bulletin about Lamb's dis disappearance mentioned, mentioned she spoke English and Cantonese, used public transportation, possibly had mild depression, and was ultimately headed to Santa Cruz, California. The elevator footage. Elisa Lam is seen wearing a red hoodie and sandals. According to Biography.com, in the footage, she presses numerous buttons, looks out of the elevator, moves back into the corner, and steps outside of the elevator and waves her hands about. I will leave a link in, this, in the description of what, what actually happens in the elevator footage because it's really creepy. So you guys should check it out. Um, the, the, accidental, the accidental discovery of her body. On December 19th, I'm sorry, on February 19th, two weeks after the elevator footage was posted and went viral, a maintenance worker of the Cecil Hotel named, named Santiago Lopez found Elisa Lamb's body floating in one of the hotel's water tanks. Lopez made the discovery after receiving random phone calls phone call complaints from visitors of the hotel that the trap that the tap water tasted weird they had they had to destroy the tank to get her out of it after the discovery no one knows how lamb's lifeless body ended up in the tank next to her clothes the same ones she wore in the elevator footage one person did did see lamb before before her death, she went into a bookstore, eerily called The Last Bookstore, and bought books and music from there. The owner was the one to see her when she was there. Her autopsy. When her autopsy came back, it was it only revealed more questions. It showed her having taken her bipolar medication, but not any alcohol or illegal substances like people thought. Soon after the toxicology report came th came through, uh, amateur sleuths became. Uh, became began posting summaries of it. Here's an example. According to allthatsinteresting.com, the, the breakdown pointed out three key observations. Lamb took at least one antidepressant that day. Lamb had taken her second antidepressant and mood stabilizer recently, but not that day. And 
Lamb had not taken her antipsychotic recently. These conclusion, conclusions suggested that Lamb, who had been diagnosed with bipolar disorder and depression, may have not been taking her medication properly. Autopsy continued. This last quote is an important note because the use of antidepressants to treat bipolar disorder can risk inducing manic side effects. Internet sleuths have held on to that as being the reason for her weirdness in the elevator, but that doesn't really make any sense. The uh, the Even the hotel manager in court supported this theory, but my question is, I know she was struggling with mental health issues, but how did that lead to her death? How did that lead to her getting into that tank completely naked? It just doesn't make any sense. Her autopsy did not show any signs of foul play, but the coroner's office noted that they couldn't investigate Lamb's blood because her body was already too decomposed. Lamb's parents and court cases. Lamb's parents filed a wrongful death suit because they really needed to ins inspect inspect these kinds of things yeah these kinds of things like like dangers like this before they let guests in the hotel fired back though because they didn't know anyone was able to get into the water tanks to begin with they ended up ruling ruling her death unforeseeable because she went into an area where people can't access so they dismissed the case and then um, the films and resources to do more research on the case. The first one is the elevator footage. Like I said, I will leave a link to that in the description of the episode. I will also leave a link to the the Netflix uh, documentary uh, called Crime Scene, The Vanishing at the Cecil Hotel. That is a really great one. And then the last link I'll leave uh, that is a great one if you want to investigate more. Um, is biography.com. It's a great link to investigate the uh, investigate the case. So I hope you guys like this episode. I apologize for this episode being so late. Um, I hope you but I hope you guys like it. This is Joey signing out. <laughs>